0: Hi everyone, Air here. Today is a bonus episode, and it's just me, and it will be quick, short, and extremely valuable. I had a question given to me by a friend a few days ago, and this friend particularly has a special bond with me, and we are very much on our spiritual journey together as we grow, sometimes put each other in check, and also push each other's spiritual gifts. During my time, they asked me if it is important or even needed to tell somebody that you see their future, especially when it comes to seeing their future in dreams or in visions or downloads. Now, I'm someone that very much enjoys having spiritual gifts. Sometimes it can be a little bit tricky to put those out into the physical world It's the difference between the planets and the world. And during this time, this question really took me aback. Most of the time when I have any type of premonitional dreaming or vision or download, I'm the first to speak it up. And this goes back to personal belief. Sometimes knowing your future helps. And sometimes it can even alter your future or even hurt your future. And all of that to say that the future is ever-changing on the quantum level, as well as a spiritual level. Now, if you look through history, in any religion or historical text, when there was a monumental event or occurrence, traditionally, there was somebody that had a thought, a dream, or a vision download before it happened. There's famous different stories about how a woman would go running into a room after witnessing a miracle or after having a dream or after downloading such a beautiful vision. Women and men as well. And most of the time, there's disbelief. There's a lot of different reactions between the spiritual world to the physical world. Some people get angry when you tell the near future. Some people want to reject it because of free will. And others are so curious that they ask questions that even the seer or the oracle or the person that was given the vision can't answer. And that is extremely frustrating for some people. So I wanna go over a little bit about what it really means to have these types of dreams. Their premonitions, vivid dreams. Also, can they actually predict the future? And I've seen this time and time again. And then, finally, when you're sharing it with somebody and you receive their reactions, what's your responsibility in this matter? Or do you even have one? So, because most humans dream for at least two hours each night, it's not really a surprise that you'll have a few vivid dreams or unsettling dreams You may even be part of the 17 to 38% who do have at least pre or premonition dreaming. We have something in common, if that's the case. And these dreams definitely seem to give you pieces of the future. There's a lot of different ways to classify these dreams. And a lot of different ways that you can start to prove to yourself that you're not going crazy. That you've just been blessed with a gift. So, it's really important to record dreams. I love to journal, and then sometimes I love to play a little bit of a cat and mouse with people. This is best done whenever that dream doesn't affect the person that you tell. So, for instance, I might have a dream of somebody getting a new job promotion, or a new relationship, or a new baby, and I will go tell somebody completely separate of the situation. And I'll tell them about a week, maybe even a few months ahead of time. Hey, so-and-so is going to be pregnant. And this is what they're naming their child. And this is when it happens. This is a really good way to gain confidence in your spiritual journey and your gifts. There does have to be a significant number of unique details so that it's not left up to chance. This can be really frustrating for someone that's starting out with this because just like any muscle, Dream magic, if you want to call it that, or prophecy, it requires a lot of practice. And if you're not in control of your own energy field, or your own health, or your own mindset, it's going to be a battle. And it gets very hazy and very messy very quickly. So some dreams even can create self-fulfilling prophecies. Or they can be influenced by existing knowledge. This is something you have to be very careful with. If you have a desire, or if you have a need, or if you think that you are repulsed by something, that's definitely going to influence it. The future is very fluid, and it's really hard to change. But anything can be broken, and you can destruct pathways. Most of the time, though, when you do destroy a pathway, it's not for the higher good. In fact, when you destroy pathways, you tend to cause my, more chaos, more hurt, more pain, I recently have been face-to-face with this situation. I've had a few, and by a few, I mean like 10 different dreams about my future and an interaction that I have with somebody. And there's a lot of conflict and a lot of emotions based on these. But there's also a lot of love and desire. So in this case, you could destroy something, but it's always going to lower the vibration and the frequency And both parties involved actually end up hurting more in the future, not finding peace and happiness. And again, you can keep altering to find that middle ground, but oftentimes the first route was the best route. Dream telepathy or communication with other vivid dreams cannot influence the premonition dream. So if you're sharing dreams with somebody else and having the same dream with them, you guys really are in completely different resonance. You guys may be sharing an experience, but you're not having the experience together. And that can be very important. So overall, there is a few things that can definitely impact your dreams. And if you are spiritually gifted, these are gonna be important to know because your dreams for premonition are not going to be as accurate. For instance, if you're pregnant, you're sharing dreams between you and your little one. So it's really hard to get a good reading whenever it comes to premonitions. You have two people literally having different experiences within the same consciousness. That is what it means to be a Gemini at the end of the day. Trauma can also impact your sleep and that can be associated with nightmares, which leads to alterations of mindset, which means you can't trust your premonitions during those times. You also should not really trust your premonitions whenever you're bleeding as a woman on your monthly cycle. Your life force is literally exiting and renewing in your body. And that is a version of trauma in a way, even though it's such a beautiful gift. And it will definitely affect your sleep if you've ever had insomnia or felt cranky during your period. And in some circumstances, you might have a lucid dream. And while lucid dreams do not predict the future. They do give awareness that you are dreaming. This is a really good way whenever you're sharing something with somebody on a subconscious level about premonitions or about connections in the living world or the physical world. There's a few different instances in time where people were able to predict important occurrences throughout their dreamings or premonition dreamings. One of the most famous ones was Abraham Lincoln's. He actually predicted his own death and told his family about a week and a half ago before he actually was assassinated. This, telling his friends, his law partner, and, you know, his family, definitely had an impact after his passing. Then there was Robert Kennedy's assassination. Well, two people who actually submitted premonitions to him told him way ahead of time, but he ignored them ignored them. They submitted these into the newspaper column, and they even called them the Premonitions Bureau. But as you guys know, Kenny's death was for months. And even though it was predicted to the day, these articles often get lost because of fear. So there's a lot of different reasons or explanations for these dreams. Some people have selective recall, which means They confirmed a premonition dreams significantly more frequently. It just means that you have this over and over and over. Going back to the instance that I have experiencing, it's like when you have the similar premonitional dreaming and it repeats it definitely gets stronger each time it repeats. Then there's paranormal beliefs. It's really hard to strengthen a muscle that you don't believe in. If you don't believe you have biceps, then why would you ever work them out? let alone use them for a greater good, like lifting things for others or supporting your better judgment when it comes to working out. There is some coincidence, and that can definitely correspond, but then you have to go deep inside and answer this question for yourself. Was it coincidence, or did you just happen to see signs that correlated with your gifts? That goes back to strengthening the muscle. And finally... There is some subconscious connections, memories and emotions. This can actually be an occurrence in hypotheosis or hypnotizing somebody, and that could be a very powerful way to accelerate your gift. So, as you guys know, it's not easy to be gifted in any spiritual gift, but particularly when you go and you share things with people that they're not necessarily ready to hear or that they don't necessarily believe in, it can get a little bit tricky. People love free will, and they deserve free will. It's a beautiful gift from God and the universe and humanity. And exercising free will is important. So gentleness is going to be very important when you go through this. And having a high level of discernmanship never hurts. I will admit I'm still practicing on this part. Even though I'm pretty seasoned in my gifts and I'm fully confident in them and have documented cases after cases of them being accurate with many people in my life and many journals in my books. But sharing it with somebody is different every single time. Especially if you're still getting to know them or if they're still building trust in you. So... When you do this, you have to be very particular on what they're ready to hear and what they're not ready to hear. Most of the time, people are way more receptive to good things. Like, they're going to get a promotion, or they're going to move to a country they've always wanted to move to. They're a little bit hesitant when you tell them about things that influence you as well. Because then it's a matter of, are they saying this because it's skewed? Or authentic? Or are they saying this because they want something? That can be a hard balance. Because if you're anything like me, you're just trying to relay a message. And you don't really have a choice. So you feel a little bit powerless in that. I would suggest, in this case, to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And to let go of expectations. It's only going to hurt if you try to pressure Or if you tried to convince. Which goes into your responsibilities. And probably the most important part of this entire message for you all is when you go to share something, whether it's good, neutral, or bad, you have responsibilities to yourself and responsibilities to this person. Now, with my friend from the very beginning that asked me this question, we both agreed that there is a certain responsibility that you should tell somebody. If you have this gift, there's a purpose to it. That's why you have the gift, to share the information. It's going to be of the greater good, no matter what the information is. And it's important for people to have all the tools in their case. Now what they do with those tools is now outside your responsibility. Just so you know, it is not your responsibility to make sure that they're happy about the news it's not your responsibility to make sure that they're sad about the news or have any reaction. And if they reject it entirely, it's not your responsibility to convince them. When you share something, just know you've already done your part. The wheels of motion were in motion way before you acknowledged that there was wheels. Way before you had that dream or that vision, or that download. It is your responsibility to take your ego out of it. Of course, we all have desires, we all have needs, we all have wants. But when you're relaying information, it's best to do it as neutral as possible. That can be hard when it is intermingled with you, but it's extremely important for the end game. Now, Another thing that comes up is, do they deserve to know every single piece? Is it for their greater good? This is something I recently learned and is something that I know is improving my own spiritual journey. If you would have asked me a few months ago, if I believed that someone deserved to know their future, I probably would have laughed. Not in a malicious way, but in a way of, why would you want to know, type of way. And it's because I've had a very up and down experience with my gifts throughout my life. That's my trauma showing, not theirs. Oftentimes in the past, knowing the future, or seeing the future, or dreaming about the future, has caused me a lot of pain. Loneliness anger, regret, and even hopelessness. I wanted to be in control of my future. I wanted to have the happiness quicker. I wanted to get out of the bad situation faster. And knowing these things and not always being able to alter pathways, even when they flew flat on my face, was frustrating. But recently, I've had a new light on this opinion. Does someone deserve to know their future? And my response to that would be, it is their choice. That is where free will comes back into play. It is their choice what they do with the information, and it's not your responsibility what they do with it. As I share something, I've decided to be way more open If I can, I try to transfer the vision. That way they can see it and feel it themselves. This does require more physical contact and it does require more energy sharing, at least in my stage of life. So I have to spend more time with people to be able to have that gift. But I've noticed that it is possible. If somebody deserves to know something, it responds in a way that tells you that they care. They care about their future. They care about their well being. And they care about the power that they have over it. You shouldn't take that away from somebody. Choice is everything in humanity. So I would encourage you to be more open to sharing your gifts with other people. We're not in the 1800s anymore. People are way more receptive, and they understand that these gifts are out there. It's scientific. With that, this bonus episode is complete. And I feel way more confident that you, me, and everyone else that has spiritual gifts can grow in them, heal, and help others. Thank you for the spiritual journey, and thank you for healing with me today.